superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. It's time to start and sit for Week 16. These are the players that we don't want in our lineups. We do want in our lineups, but we're going to talk right now about the ones that we do. That's right. To help us get all of that right is Andrew Erickson, the undertaker himself. And of course, D-Bro Derek Brown, the king of pros, the king of bros, the king of all of it, who are going to help us get in and find the guys who are going to get us through round two and into the championship for week 17. But we got to do our work in 16 first to make sure we get all of our lineups right. And there's a whole lot of football, too. We've got games on Thursday, on Saturday, on Sunday. We got a bunch of games on Monday. So if you like football, this is the greatest week ever. And yeah, there's probably a holiday somewhere in between all that football. But don't worry, boys and girls. We're going to get you all the answers for the quiz here on our show. And of course, if you need more answers, go to fantasypros.com. The best tools on the planet to get you all set up for your starts and your sits. Starts. Let's talk about the RBs first, gentlemen, that we want to get in our lineups. And I want to go back personally to Bijan Robinson. I'm making a statement today. I'm wearing my T-shirt, my Bijan shirt, hashtag free Bijan. It's time. Can we please free Bijan this week? I see a huge overcorrection. If somehow you had a buy or somehow you made it through last week and you still got him, you get him back in your lineups. You don't have any fear. Well, maybe you have some fear, but you get them back in your lineups anyway. Derek Brown's going to disagree. We'll see. Uh, let's get to uh, Andrew Erickson first, since Derek wants to disagree with me. Let's start with you. Let's talk about an RB that you want to get in your lineup this week for week 16, round two of the playoffs. I'm going with Jalen Warren. Uh, I love the matchup here against the Bengals run defense. It's absolutely horrible. 27th in rushing yards allowed per game, 29th in run defense DVOA. They also lost DJ Reader, their best defensive lineman <laughs> last week, and I think the Steelers are just going to run the football, you know, with Mason Rudolph starting at quarterback. They don't want to put him under a lot of pressure to go out and win the game because that's not going to work. At times, the Steelers offense has been its best when they've been able to establish the run. And I think they're going to be able to do so against an atrocious Bengals run defense. And we look at last week's usage between Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. Jalen Warren doubled Harris's snaps. Najee Harris lost a fumble. And I, I think Mike Tomlin is just sick of guys making mistakes, guys not putting in all their effort. So if Jalen Warren, who's been the most explosive running back for the Steelers all year long, I think that he's going to get the rock here, get the majority of the touches. I think he's going to see a great performance here against the Bengals. So I'm trying to find ways to get Jalen Warren into my lineup. Over under uh, the amount of Rudolph Christmas puns made on the broadcast, three and a half over under. Uh, it's going to be over, over because the, he's going to lead them to a uh, victory as well. Over. Ah, over. There you go. So it's shining through the darkness oh, of the season. Here we go. Taking you through. You need him leading the front. Here. Oh, my. Oh, God. All right. They needed somebody to. They, he, they needed someone on Christmas. We don't have Kyle Rudolph anymore. So like, we got to get someone well, else. We got to get Mason Rudolph his in nose there. was so bright that time where Miles Garrett hit him with his own oh, helmet. My. Boy, was his nose bright after that. All right. Let's get to uh, oh, D-Bro for one of wow. your guys that you want. Well, it's true. Let's get to uh, D-Bro for one of the RBs you want to start this week. And I love this guy. I got him in all my DFS lineups already. Who is it? Chuba Hubbard, baby. And for everybody out there, put some respect on his name. Since week 12, <laughs> he's the RB 11 in fantasy points per game. He's been averaging 23 touches and 98 total yards 
We know that you can run on the Packers. It's the only thing that Carolina can do well outside of play pass defense. So if there is any sliver of hope for the Carolina Panthers to win this game, and it's a small sliver, but if there's a sliver of hope, it's going to have to ride with you, Robert. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, the guy gets touches. Volume is king. And right now he's the king of that volume in that backfield. It makes a lot of sense. Let's go to Erickson for another must start this week. Who do you have that's in the lineup at RB? I'm playing Brees Hall. Look, I get the Jets are kind of in shambles right now. Eliminated from <laughs> the playoffs. My my under bet on their nine and a half win total was the worst sweat ever of a bet I've ever made uh, because it basically cashed after Aaron Rodgers got hurt in week one. Um, but uh, the matchup is just it's the commanders like the commanders defense is just so bad against everything. We saw what they gave up against running backs last week and recently over the last four weeks, allowing the most rushing yards allowed to running backs. So Brees Hall talked about this week. They want to finish the season strong for them personally. So again, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be for New York, but I don't think it really matters. So I'm going to go with Brees Hall. They're, they're done using Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook had one carry last week. And Izzy, what, the, the rookie that was getting work, he was seeing it in the second half. Like, I think they feed Brees Hall here. They try to end the season strong offensively with some of their skill guys. So um, I like Brees Hall. All right. So Brees Hall is in at home. At least put on a show after the embarrassing loss you took out there on the road. Go home. Put on a show for those fans that show up for that game. Okay. It's the holidays. Do something nice for everybody, Jets. All right. Debro, give us another RB that you think is start worthy in week 16. Well, the Texans plucked this guy off the island of misfit toys, but he's been <laughs> performing extremely well, man. Devin Singletary, baby. Like last week, 75% of the snaps. 30 touches, 170 total yards. He's going to keep motoring down the field, baby. And against the Browns, you can run on them uh, since week 10, sixth highest rushing touchdown rate, seventh highest yards of contact per attempt allowed. We trust in motor. That's all I got to say, man. Mm. I got a question. Going into next year, you think Damian Pierce is not a piece of this backfield that we should be chasing? I think he's not because I think Houston, if because Devin Singletary, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, on a one year deal. I don't know if they he bring is, him yeah. back. And I think Houston's probably going to bring somebody else in. Yeah, it feels like that, too, potentially. But it's interesting because that was a guy we all thought, OK, rookie season yeah. did some good things. And this year really went in the, the opposite direction. Off. And Singletary, Singletary got the opportunity and Singletary was really good. Now, it does suck that when Pierce was, you know, getting all the carries early on, that offensive line was a shambles. Yes. They were all hurt at one Agreed. point in time. So that did not help. But I don't know if that's enough of a pass considering what Singletary's done. Erickson, what has the next guy done for you to make him start worthy? Because I think a lot of people might raise their eyebrow at this one, but you feel good about it. Well, if you've rostered Deontay Foreman this year, <laughs> last year, or any years of fantasy football, you know that this is the Deontay Foreman experience. He is the most boom or bust <laughs> running back in the NFL the last three years. Like he has games where he's an absolute monster. He has games like last week where he rushes for negative yards. This is just the experience of Deontay Foreman because he's so matchup dependent he's so volume dependent he doesn't create a lot of opportunities on his own it depends on how the game goes well the bears are playing at home as favorites against the arizona cardinals defense that ranks 31st in terms of rushing yards allowed per game to running backs this is a spot where you want to play deontay foreman at home because i get i look at the snap share i know that it's a three-way committee with roshan johnson and khalil herbert also playing in that backfield but Despite the fact he had negative six yards, he still led the team in carries. He still had six carries in the game. <laughs> he still led the team in carries in the first half. He was still seeing all the usage in the red zone. And that's what matters. So, yes, I know Roshan had the most snaps. He's, he's more work in the passing game. If the Bears are winning this game comfortably, running the ball in December in Chicago, and a dome team, Deontay Foreman's going to eat. 
So I get the matchup was bad last week. Not the case this week. I think you go back to him. I think he has a lot of upside this week. All right. Fair enough. You made a good case. And I do think against Arizona, they are going to be up. So uh, you make a good case. Debro, uh, a guy that uh, hasn't done much since week one. But hey, you know, it's all about living in the present. And you want to live in the present with this Green Bay Packer running back. Aaron Jones, man. I'm sorry, Matt Before I do not believe you that AJ <laughs> Dillon has a chance to play with his broken thumb. I hear you need thumbs to carry a football, to catch a football, to hold on to a football. So, uh, yeah, two of them. You need two of them. And AJ <laughs> Dillon's only got one that works. So, yeah. no, I don't believe that he's going to play. So it's going to be Aaron Jones' backfield again. I think his snap share, like last week, he played 40, 48% of the snaps. I think that inches up as long as like we don't get any word that he came out of that game with any new injury. That probably mm-hmm. inches up into the 50s this week. He's going to get all the work. And Carolina, we know you can run the ball. So Aaron Jones, he's going to be an RB2 starting this week. Debra, right. question, follow-up question for you on Aaron Jones. Mm. Does the fact that Carolina is really good against running backs in the passing game like – make you want to shy away because like that's where jones hits like that's where he's best the like, guys are receiver out of the backfield but that's where carolina has actually been good defensively and the packers run game has kind of been you know for lack of a better term mid all year long and dylan's been the main guy but even with jones like he hasn't been super effective as a rusher particularly more of a receiver i think jones it's he hasn't been healthy all year and i i, I think if green bay because like you talked about eric so i'm like Carolina, we know they can play a good pass defense. If Green Bay wants a shot in this game, they're going to have to feed Jones on the ground, and I think you can still run the ball against Carolina on the ground. And the reason the Green Bay Packers' rushing attack has been mid all year is because it's been powered by A.J. freaking Dillon, who can't mm-hmm. do anything all year. Yeah, I'll throw another caveat on there, too, with the toe injury to Jaden Reed. Mm. I think there's necessity here yeah, for Aaron fair. Jones to work in the it's passing fair. game, too. Like, you might see you know, some different setups here where they're getting him out there in space a little bit more in some clever ways, maybe some screens out there too for him. I, I just think you're going to see Aaron Jones out of necessity, maybe get a couple targets that they just or need. They're, they're going to use more of Kenyon Drake. <laughs> oh, let's not say things like that. Oh. It's too late in the year for oh. this. Let's not do that to ourselves. Okay. Uh, one thing that we, we could tell from this show and our, our demeanor is that the football season has been a long one, but it's still going strong right now. And it's time to, unwrap this holiday season more non-stop football action and the holiday season is got time to throw down some big matchups over at DraftKings Sportsbook the official sports betting partner of the NFL this week new customers can bet just five bucks on the NFL and score 150 in instant bets right now you can go back and look at that prediction show some things that we're very much on we're on that Javante Williams under I was in on the 45 and a half number it came out at 55 smash it stuff like that You take that information, you go ahead and you make some cash for yourself at DraftKings. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook book now and go ahead and use that promo code FANTASYPROS when you do. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL and score just 150 instantly in bonus bets. That's it. Oh my God, what an incredible offer this is. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with that promo code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 100 
168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Let's go to the Who Should I Start game, powered by fantasypros.com slash start. That's our tool where you can put all the guys together, and the ECR gives you the right guys to start, according to the experts in the fantasy community. You two experts, I'm going to ask you this one. Brees Hall or Aaron Jones, D-Bro, who would you rather start? This is one of your guys, one of Andrew's guys, so I'm pinning you against each other. I'm going to go Brees. Uh, I believe oh. that the, the matchup is fantastic for him, and the commanders have basically quit on this season, so give me Brees. Okay, Erickson, look at that. He picked your guy. Would you have also picked your guy, just out of curiosity? Yes, I will okay. pick my guy, Brees Hall. All right. How's this next one for you? One of your guys here uh, from D-Bro's uh, bucket. Chuba Hubbard or Ken Walker, Erickson, which guy would you rather get the start here? Got to play Chuba Hubbard, man. Yes, sir. Chuba Hubbard's going to continue to smash, yes, sir. man. Yes, sir. Uh, I think he's too yeah, low in the ECR this week. Like, per, Where, personally, like he I, ECR? he's a 22 right now. Oh, and, my God, that's so low. I have a 15. I have him at 15. And well, I I'm could, just looking. I can move him higher. I've got too. him at 13. Like, yep. Debro. Yeah. I agree. Barkley against the Eagles or Chuba Hubbard against Green Bay. I know this Hubbard. is like a crazy thing. Hubbard. But Barclay's someone asked me this and I said Hubbard. Hubbard. Barclay's Would you say that's my top 20? Okay. Barkley's outside my top 20. Like, yeah. Hubbard, easy. Uh, Hubbard. So there you go. Look, this is, I know it sounds crazy to do some of these things. And and we also very often preach on this show, like, okay, let's not go too crazy and all these things. But we are at a point in the season where offenses are who they are. Teams that have been eliminated have been eliminated. But at the same time, we're talking about the amount of volume and opportunity. Give yourself the opportunity for fantasy points. And Chuba Hubbard, I think, is going to get so much opportunity, guys, that you can't ignore it. And I think right now the ECR ranking is ignoring the volume too much and looking too much about the deficiencies of the Carolina offense. And there's many, and I get it, Derek. It's ignoring the fact that he's been an RB1 since week 12. Like, it's not even the fact that, like, we're not wish casting here. He's been an right. RB1, and we've been ranking him too low for weeks. And so the we only need games to, that he hasn't been that. was one of the two games where he didn't score touchdowns. Yeah. Like, and I get that. Okay, so you want that touchdown, but especially in these standard leagues, too, just take that volume and run with it if you're still in those standard formats. Let's talk about the wide receivers, gentlemen, and some guys we get excited about playing this week. D-Bro, why don't you go ahead, and uh, it is uh, Slim Pickens around Jacksonville. Is that a good thing for Calvin Ridley? I think it's going to be a good week for Calvin Ridley, and I and I know that Trevor Lawrence, we're, we don't know if he's going to play or not, working through concussion <laughs> protocols, so we could get the C.J. Beathard show, and I, and I understand there's concern there, but... This Tampa Bay secondary has been terrible all year. This game is probably going to shoot out as long as if Beathard can play good, if if Lawrence is out, this game is going to shoot out and Ridley's going to go along for the ride, man. Tampa Bay over the last few weeks, big single high team and Calvin Ridley is eaten versus single high. 25% target share, 29% first read share. None of the corners for Tampa Bay can cover him. Start Calvin Ridley. All right, Erickson. Uh, I can't believe on the, start portion of the show you've got two jets you're talking about today how does oh, that dear. make you feel yeah makes you feel great because they're playing the commanders you know that's that's the analysis they're playing the commanders number one matchup for wide receivers look garrett wilson has been steady for most of the year despite having old quarterback <laughs> play basically every single week so look i'm just going to continue to go back to garrett wilson look even if trevor simeon starts this game wilson saw six of trevor simeon's first 12 pass attempts like, he's going to hyper-target Garrett Wilson at will against a matchup that is super, super soft. So if Garrett Wilson's never going to have a spike week, regardless of whoever the quarterback is, it would come against the Commanders with, again, 
Jets offense have stuff to prove. Like guys like Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, who came in with the season with big expectations, obviously did not live up to them based on the quarterback. But they know that in this matchup, hey, we can pad the stats. Like, let's do it. So I'm riding Garrett Wilson, riding Brees Hall. I understand the Hall one. The Wilson one is tenuous for me. Gentlemen, you want to take a guess at how many passing touchdowns the Jets have so far this year? Oh, good Lord. See what that number might be? Passing, total passing touchdowns. Nine. For the New York Seven. Jets. Nine. It's nine. Did you know that, Erickson? Oh. You said that very quickly. Yeah, he knew. No, it. I didn't. I, oh. no, I, I did not know it. Oh. I did not know it. I believe you. No, I believe I you. I believe you. I believe you. I, I, just, I like in my mind, I was like, it's not 10. So I was like, one less than 10. <laughs> By the way, nine. it's worse than the league. Uh, only <laughs> ahead of, you want to guess who's ahead of them real quick? What team is all ahead of them with 10? No, it's Patriots? not the Patriots. Jeez. The Patriots have 14. They are way ahead. Wow. <laughs> Passing touchdowns. <laughs> Passing touchdowns is a fun Bears? quiz for our audience. No, it is. Debro, you want to take one shot? Ooh. Um, I'll give you a hint. They've been no. through three quarterbacks this year. Here's oh, yeah. It's the other other team that plays in that stadium. It's got to be them. No, Giant. it's not. It's the it's Steelers. Not? Oh, wow. Oh, the Pittsburgh oh, Steelers okay. have 10 passing touchdowns all I'm year. I'm convinced Kenny Pickett is allergic to touchdowns. <laughs> I cannot throw <laughs> touchdowns. Wow. All right, let's get back to uh, D-Bro. Uh, the Joe Flacco train has been rolling along. Now it rolls into Houston, and you feel pretty good about Amari Cooper. Yeah, man. I mean, look, <laughs> Joe Flacco's getting all these passing attempts. He has at least 44 passing attempts in every game he started <laughs> this year. Like, that's... <laughs> Whew, that's insane i mean so we're chasing the volume here and amari cooper's been productive houston's been giving up a ton of production to wide receivers since week nine six most ppr points per target allowed to perimeter wide receivers so yeah start amari cooper confidently as a wide receiver too this week okay this is fun i was looking at this because joe flacco joe flacco has seven passing touchdowns and he's played oh, three games and the jets have nine and they've played more than three games. So in three games, he's matched yeah. the Steelers output for the entire year. Is that right? No, not matched. He's he's two behind the Jets. He's oh, two behind the Jets. God, he's got terrible. seven. They have that's nine. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. They're almost the Steelers, too. I mean, they're right off there, you know. So all right. Some, on that some note, jokes Andrew- <laughs> write themselves, boys. Some jokes write themselves. <laughs> hey, man, these are just the facts. Tell me where I'm telling lies. All right. Let's go to Erickson. For another guy you feel good about uh, this time, we're going to go to Minnesota. Who's the man? Jordan Addison uh, was very su- shockingly, pleasantly surprised about how productive he was in Nick Mullen's first game. Six catches, over 100 yards, and two touchdowns. And that was while Jefferson was in the lineup. So the concern with Jefferson coming back was, okay, Addison's not going to see as many targets, which kind of reigned true. But his efficiency gets a massive boost. Right. Because teams are doubling Justin Jefferson left and right, which leaves Jordan Addison one-on-one, and he's facing the Lions. Like, this is a prime matchup for him for to continue to take advantage. So even if he doesn't see a ton of volume, Addison has shown, hey, I only need five or six targets a w- every week, and I can get it done with big plays. So I love going back to Jordan Addison. Was hesitant about him last week just because I wanted to see it. I saw it. He proved it to me. It's another great matchup. The Lions are 30th in DVOA against number two wide receivers. So they try to stop number ones. I think they're going to try to do that against Justin Jefferson. And that's going to leave Jordan Addison one-on-one in very favorable matchups. So I have him as a top 24 guy this week. So I feel really good about starting the rookie. Yeah, uh, Addison's best work, I feel like, has been when Jefferson's been on the field because he hasn't been asked to do too much. And you're right, the efficiency goes through the roof. All right, one more guy, Debro, for you that you want to start a wide receiver in round two of the playoffs. Who is it? I know Erickson's not a big fan of this guy, but I, I, I'm starting Tyler Lockett confidently this week. Chef Gino is going to be back under center, so we don't have to deal with the Drew Locke show. And if you look at the coverage matchup for Tyler Lockett, and this is why I'm so big on him this week, 
Tennessee since week 11, seventh highest rate of too high. That's not DK Metcalf's bag. Against Duke too high since week eight, Tyler Lockett, 20.6% target share, 44% air yard share against too high, 26% first read share. Tyler Lockett is going to lead the Seattle passing attack this week. So Tyler Lockett, we talked about guys we're confident in. I've got him as a top 20 wide receiver this week. All right, you're confident in Lockett, but... You, my friend, Andrew Erickson, are confident in another Seahawks wide receiver, and his name is not DK Metcalf. Who is oh. it? Future is now. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Let's go. He's already the eighth best matchup for slot wide receivers, so I love JSN. I think that he's my favorite Seahawks receiver in this particular matchup. Again, we're going to get Geno Smith back, and I know that JSN's had some good chemistry with Drew Locke, but... I mean, that touchdown catch he made, JSN is oh, good. Oh, he's yeah, so man. good, Really baby. good wide receiver. He's going to be someone mm. I'm going to be targeting aggressively in drafts because, again, we talked about this in the offseason, but you get discounts on number two wide receivers on teams. So even if Lockett is gone and he's the number two, he's still going to be drafted behind DK Metcalf just because that's how projections are going to kind of stack things up. And sure. It's going to make him a discount in drafts when we can look up at the end of 2024. And it's like, oh, what do you know? He was the number one receiver on the Seahawks. He outscored DK Metcalf. We've seen Lockett outscore Metcalf so many years in a row when Metcalf yep. always got drafted ahead of Lockett that we're probably going to see the same thing again happen with Smith and Jigba. So, uh, yeah, I love JSN this week. I was going to throw it in segue. there. I was going to throw it in there. I was yeah. going to say JSN is going to be their number one wide receiver next year. So, love it. Let's take a quick break in the action. We talk a lot about what makes winners on this show. And there's one thing all teams, coaches, and players have in common, and that's preparation. Planning is the key for everyday life, too, and a great way to be prepared for the unexpected is to join Air MedCare Network, America's largest air ambulance membership network. Air MedCare Network providers operate state-of-the-art helicopters that can respond to critically ill or injured patients who need emergency medical transport. These flights can be very expensive, but as an Air MedCare Network member, you won't see a bill for your flight when flown by one of their providers. That's right, you'd pay nothing. You can become a member of Air MedCare Network for just $99 per year, and right now our listeners get up to an $80 MasterCard or Amazon e-gift card when they join and use that offer code FANTASYPROS. That's FANTASYPROS, one word, no spaces, Fantasy Pros make financial peace of mind part of your game plan. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash fantasy pros. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash fantasy pros today. And now back to the action. All right, gentlemen, let's play a little game of who should I start? Noah Brown back in action here, potentially for the Houston Texans or Adam Thielen against Green Bay. So these are desperate times here, Derek Brown. Which one of these is the desperate measure you want to take? Noah Brown. I'm going to take the number one okay. wide receiver for the Houston Texans. Even though it's I, a I tough matchup against the Browns, you're still going that. It's a tough, tough matchup, team. but Adam Thielen, what has he done over the last few weeks to where we want I to know. get him in lineups? What? Nothing. He hasn't done anything since like week five. Yeah. Whenever it was victory lapping. Oh, Adam Thielen was such a good pick. And then what? Well, oh, is he going to help you in your fantasy championship? It, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the phone. In mm-hmm. week 14 against your New Orleans Saints, five for 74. That's a nice 12 and a half point day right there. Basically, is that winning your week? 12 points? Is that going to win your no, week? No, but 12 okay. points is better than a goose egg. Uh, you know, I don't well, know. I mean, look, no blocks look like there, Joey. <laughs> Uh, not great in the last few weeks. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, eight for 11 against Dallas in week 11. Week 12 was, well, one catch. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. Uh, against Tampa. Uh, start Noah three Brown. for 25. Start Noah Brown. This all comes down to start Noah Brown. I'm playing the Browns. I'm playing turn the, game. the Brownies when they play on the road on defense. Let's I'm be honest. Stirring here. the pot. All right. I'm going to stir the pot with you. Jackson Smith and Jigba Erickson or Brandon Cooks. They're back to back in ECR. Who would you rather play? 
JSN. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's easy. For yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying they're back to back. So people might wonder. So I'm glad you settled the future that is debate. Now, Joe. The future is now. Start the young bucks, not these old guys. That's right. Let's start all those guys. Let's get to the must start yeah. QBs of the week. Andrew Erickson. Let's kick it off with a guy that we've kind of hinted at and mentioned Speaking already on the bucks. show. Speaking of young Speaking bucks, of let's young talk bucks. about Speaking this guy. The young, <laughs> not by age. Get these old guys out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe Flacco is my yeah. must-start quarterback. He is elite. Uh, last three weeks, <laughs> first three starts of the year, QB 13, QB 10, QB 9. The Browns have a 10% plus pass rate over expectation <laughs> with Joe Flacco quarterback. So they're basically just like, Joe, drop back, <laughs> throw lasers left and right. The matchup against the Houston Texans is great. It's a top 10 matchup for fantasy quarterbacks. So, look. It sounds really weird that we're in 2023 and Joe Flacco is still elite and he's going to lead teams to fantasy football championships. But uh, that's the reality in the world that we live in right now. So start Joe Flacco. Sounds like another Joe that I know who plays quarterback in the fantasy pros uh, league oh, here, here in our flag go. football where you just say, Joe, just go be elite. You're a better age back. Let's downs. throw that out there. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I'm I'm versatile is what I am. You are uh, right. at the end of the day. I am versatile. All right, let's go to you. quick. Oh, I'll say I, that. I am. I might not be fast, but I am deceptively quick off the line. I get open. All right, uh, let's go. I'm scrappy. That's what they call me. Oh, dear. I'm a hustle player. Here we go. That's what Bogman would call me. <laughs> all right, let's go. D bro, I love this next one too. Uh, he's in all my DFS lives. I can't get away from him this week. So let's talk about the QB down in Florida, but it might not be the one y'all are thinking about. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Yeah, it's not the one y'all are thinking about. It's Baker Mayfield, it. baby. Heard you heard there. Baker Mayfield, man, and he's been playing extremely well. He's really found himself in this offense and resurrected his career. And the resurrection tour continues this week. Mm -hmm. Jacksonville can't stop anybody through the air, man. So doesn't matter whether it's Trevor Lawrence. Doesn't matter whether it's C.J. Beathard. Baker Mayfield's going to have himself a game, man. All Love right. It. Uh, let's stick with you here, D. Bro. Give us a tight end who talk about all of a sudden getting the best out of a piece. We've been waiting for years with an S it's plural for this guy to break out. And it took an elite level Joe to break him. Dude, David Njoku has been the truth. He, he has been, been the <laughs> truth. I mean, since week, uh, what is it? Week oh. seven, all the way since week seven, he's the tight end <laughs> five in fantasy. Oh my God. And, and and I understand, like, I bring up this name and people are going to say, well, duh, I'm starting him. In a lot of places, if you have David Njoku in your, like, on your team, he's not your top tight end. Like, you no. probably drafted somebody else. You've been starting somebody else. But you need to find a way to get David Njoku into your lineup. Like, in the flex, whatever. Like, he's going to crush, man. Houston has allowed the fourth most fantasy points per game to opposing tight ends. Joe Flacco's feeding him a ton of volume. The Cleveland Browns of the year 2023 are a pass first offense. Start David. I could Crazy. not agree more. And, and look, to your point, it's a very good one. I would play him over George Kittle. I would play him yep. over Ferguson. I would play him over Evan Ingram, especially with the. Would you play him over Kelsey? I would no, consider Kelsey, Laporta, McBride mm. are still up there. The one that's an interesting conversation is Hawkinson, Hawkinson. especially with Mullins. I play him over Hawkinson. I've got uh, that David is the conversation tight end three this week. Where do you have Erickson? Who, Kelsey or Hawkinson? No, Njoku. Njoku. He's five uh, in ECR. I have but, I mean, Njoku over Hawkinson. To your point there, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to really start to look hard and long, <laughs> and long at this because these guys that you've had here, 
have mm-hmm. you've been starting and, and to Derek's point and Joko's a late waiver wire ad guy that you added and okay okay it was really good another week and then two weeks in a row it's just unbelievably good Ugh. you're not seeing this kind of productivity everywhere at tight end you're just not seeing it this it's is on a whole different level this is blasphemous but I will start David and Joku over Sam Laporta this week that I think is a bridge too far that I won't do I still want Sammy ball game. In fact, I love Sammy shame ball on game. you. Shame on you I for know, throwing shade at shame, Sammy ball game. What do you have in Joku like. this week, Erickson? Six. Oh, oh so you got lower than ECR. Not enough love. Shame on you, Andrew Erickson. By, by one spot. <laughs> still. Shame on you I'm and shame on you. Christmas. Shame on you both of you. Getting All right. Cool. Let's get to the next tight end that we want to stream. Erickson, who is it? Hunter Henry. Uh, number one matchup for Titans against the Denver Broncos. He's been super productive mm. with Bailey Zappi over the last two weeks. And I will say with the caveat, that he is dealing with a knee injury. And if he misses the game, I, I feel confident to play Mike Gusecki because Mike Gusecki is going to have that role as the tight end one in the offense. Mike Gusecki, when Hunter Henry missed part of the game last week in the second half, Mike Gusecki immediately came in and was immediately targeted. Like, and it was funny because I was watching the game with my parents thinking like, oh, like there's Gusecki. So yeah, because Henry's not in the game. Like that's why Gusecki's going to get targeted. So I know that this year's obviously been super disappointing for anyone that was looking at Gusecki as a tight end option, but the Patriots could really deploy this two tight end set that they really wanted to. But if he is the featured guy, the number one tight end in this offense, I think that you can stream him with confidence this week. I think he'd be a top 15 tight end if you were hurting or you were just going to plan on playing Henry. I think you can swap Kaseki for him straight up. And staying in that same game, your streaming defense of the week is the Denver Broncos. Correct. The last three home games that they've played, they've been a top 10 DST. They're playing Bailey Zappi. I don't think you need much more analysis than that. I don't know. Bailey Zappi on the road in Pittsburgh looked pretty good last couple of weeks ago, but that's all right. I, point taken. I think you're right. <laughs> well, I mean, TJ Watt literally wasn't like playing half the I game. Know. That's he true. The concussions too. By the <laughs> way, go bet TJ in. Watt to lead the league in sacks because look at the matchups he's got coming up. It's one of my favorite bets on the board in the futures market right now. You're getting plus 175, I think, at FanDuel on that one. D-Bro, Give us the streaming defense, the defense you want to start this week that uh, gun doesn't surprise me. I'm in on it, but you and I see eye to eye on this one. I'm just starting a defense that's been a top five defense <laughs> since week 10, week 11. The Bears, mm-hmm. if they're out mm-hmm. there, pick them up, play them, play them over San Francisco, play them over Baltimore, play them over Dallas, play them over Buffalo, play them over all of these freaking defenses that have the name cachet <laughs> over packages, boxes and bags. It was very uh, Dr. Them. Seuss of you there. Yeah, yeah excellent. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, they've been consistent these last few weeks. Too. Double good. digits. Take the points. Would you play them over KC? Someone asked me that I question would, yes. the other day. I, yes. I said I would because mm-hmm. they have been a little up and down, too. Same with the Jets. Jets kind of up and down, yep. too, sometimes. Also, this time of year, if you've enjoyed all the shows, and you've been listening to all the shows. Go ahead and drop a five star review wherever you get your podcast or wherever you're absorbing all this information from Fantasy Pros. It's a great way to thank us for all of the work all year long. We don't ask for much. But it's a nice thing to do in the spirit of the holidays. So drop a nice five-star review on Spotify, on iTunes, or wherever the heck you get the Fantasy Pros podcast. Sits. Andrew Erickson, let's kick things off here with a running back that you are unhappy to start and want to sit in week 16. I want to sit Austin Eckler because this... (laughs) This orange has no juice left. It's over. It's over for Austin Eckler this season. When you look at what he's done recently, he's been outside the top 30 running backs every week. He has not scored a touchdown. So he's getting nothing done as a rusher. I mean, Isaiah Spiller is seeing more carries than Austin Eckler is. I know that a lot of it came in garbage time last week, but the last two week, last two games the Chargers have played, Eckler has been splitting carries three ways with Joshua Kelly and Isaiah Spiller. 
So you're getting no rushing production from Austin Eckler against the Bills defense that ranks number three overall against running backs over the last four weeks in terms of fantasy points allowed. So bad matchup. Eckler can't take advantage of the times the Bills have actually let up rushing production. So you're just hoping that he catches six, seven, eight balls. And if it's not full PPR, like Austin Eckler's, the points that he's getting are not going to help you. So he's a floor play at best, especially in half PPR, where you're not even getting a full point per the receptions. And if he doesn't score, he's going to be at best an RB3. So given that you're playing in your semifinals this week and you need just high scores, you need high ups. Austin Eckler is not a high upside play. So there are guys that you maybe have been starting over Eckler all year long. This is not the week to start. This, this is the week to start them over Eckler. Uh, he just doesn't have a lot of upside in this matchup. No, you're 100% right. And what a long way we've come here from draft season where Eckler was a first round pick to a guy that you don't even want to start in the playoffs. Yikes. That's the uh, story of 2023 at the end of the day. But that's the whole point. That's why these shows are so important, because everything is always moving. What you think is going to be good in the beginning of the year, what seems like it's a lock. By the time sometimes we get to this point in the season, it's anything but Derek Brown, who is also not a lock at running back for you this week and who is sitting. Javante Williams, man. And you look at his stat line last week in a tough matchup, 14 touches, 20 total yards. That's that that's frightening. That's the kind <laughs> of stuff that just puts the fear in you. And this week we could see a similar stat line. The all season, Joe, we've talked about this. You can throw on the Patriots. You mm-hmm. cannot run on them since week 10 fewest rushing yards allowed per game. The fifth lowest missed tackle rate per game. And, Javante, look, kind of like Erickson's talking about, he does not score in this game, and you're going to hate life and wish that you did not play him. There's so many guys, wide receivers, what have you, that I will play over Javante this week. Echoes of our Tuesday show on the Prediction Podcast, where mm-hmm. Erickson and I were talking about, he was one of my number one things this week, which is avoid Javante Williams like the plague. We're on the same page here. New England's defense just do good and take the unders too. make some extra cash on that as well uh you gotta go and on the flip side too i'm sure we'll talk about at some point but you know the denver broncos give up a lot of running yards so we'll get to that eventually in our other show here all right erickson back to you for another running back you want to sit in week 16 jerome ford uh so he's kind of mm. in that rb3 range in terms of the ecr and, and most of the rankings i just don't think this is a really good matchup for him look the texans just shut down derrick henry in december that, that's something that's really really hard to do and you look at the last four weeks the texans have been much Worse against the pass than the run. Top 10 and fewest rushing yards allowed and points allowed to running backs over the last four weeks. So look, Jerome Ford, he is the lead back in a committee. Like he doesn't see a lot of red zone touches. They always give the ball to Kareem Hunt whenever they close in on scoring. So that's really annoying. And Jerome Ford, again, similar to Eckler, you're just really hoping he gets the receiving production, which has been there with obviously Joe Flacco dropping back 40 times per game. But again, you want ceiling plays in the playoffs because you're playing the best teams. And Jerome Ford, to me, again, is not a ceiling play in this match, even though the Browns are a favorite. They're still on the road. So I just don't like the spot here for Jerome Ford. So as a guy that, you know, he's not going to kill you because he just doesn't have that touchdown upside. So I'm going to try to be sitting him for uh, other options. Let's see who had Eckler and Ford. Who would you play if you had only one spot available? I would still start Eckler. Okay, that's what I figured you'd say, but I figured I would check too. Because look, Flacco's been moving the football you know, even though some of those moments have been kind of uh, pulling a rabbit out of your hat, still a bunch of 300-yard games in a row. It can't all be bad. Uh, also, a good matchup against uh, Houston Texans, too. All right, let's go to another RB that you don't feel good about in Week 16. D-Bro, who is it? Antonio Gibson. I was not on this train last week. I'm still not on it. It can keep riding along the tracks, man. 
And for everybody that thought they were going to get bell cow Antonio Gibson last week, I wrote this up in the primer. I'm like, no, he's probably going to split with Chris Rodriguez. And we saw that last week, man. Like he played 45% of the snaps, nine touches, 35 total yards, a very much Antonio Gibson-esque stat line. I do not want to play him. Like he basically, I've been fighting myself on a weekly basis for the last like four to five weeks to just not even write him up in the primer because he should not be in lineups, man. And this week coming up, like the Jets might have a lot of warts and their run defense has been suspect at times this season. But since week 10, they're playing good, man. 12th best stuff rate, 11th lowest yards of contact per attempt. Antonio Gibson, mm-mm, not put him in lineups. Debro, when you fight yourself, does one of the versions of you fight dirty? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Below the belt, yeah. pulling pulling yeah. the uh, the shirt over the lots head, of, just like an NHL like hockey fight. Like, it's it gets <laughs> bad, baby. <laughs> All right, Eric, so give us one more RB who does not make the cut in Week 16, Round 2 of the playoffs. Uh, it's going to be Gus Edwards for me. I don't like the matchup here against the 49ers. Look, the 49ers gave up a lot of explosive runs last week to the Cardinals, but that's not really Gus Edwards' game. Like, he's not the super explosive runner. He's someone that the Ravens rely on to grind out clock at the end of the games. They obviously like using him in the red zone, but this is the matchup where you're least likely to see the Ravens score a ton of points, you know, because they are facing one of the tougher teams, the best team in the NFC, in my opinion. So I just don't think, yes, there is no Keaton Mitchell, but I don't think that automatically means, oh, okay, now it's Gus Edwards time because I think we're probably going to see a lot more Justice Hill in this game if this game is more back and forth. If the 49ers are tra- or the Ravens are trailing in this game, that's when Justice Hill plays. And also, mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon is also going to be active in this game, too. So Ugh. the Ravens just love to use committees in all ways, shapes, and forms. So Gus Edwards, again, you're praying he scores a touchdown, and this is probably the least likely matchup where that's actually going to happen. I actually look at his touchdown odds, and they're actually a plus money, which is never the case <laughs> with Gus Edwards, just based on how many touchdowns he scored this year and how good the Ravens offense has been. So I just think, again, like all the running backs I've talked about, just not a lot of upside with Gus Edwards. So really, any of these players you're playing as more of a desperation floor play rather than, oh, I feel good about putting this guy in my lineup. All right, one correction, though. They're the best team in the NFL, not the NFC. And don't tell Welsh I said that because, you oh, know, don't he tell gets... Him. Don't tell him. <clears throat> no, no, please do not don't tell him. him that, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? Gus Edwards, I think, in a standard league, I think he's still rolling out there. Um, honestly, I, I, he, I know he's touchdown dependent, but he scores touchdowns. And no, I don't... Ex- I expect the 49ers to roll the rate not roll the ravens but like win convincingly that that's mm-hmm. how i expect this game to go at least i think looking at some of these running backs and some of these offenses like i think a standard league you still start gus out there but in the full point or half point pprs i certainly can understand the pause all right uh i don't want to take a pause here too much further so let's get right to the last rb for Derek brown who he wants to sit this week well this comes down to james connor and i understand a lot of people have to play him and i've I mentioned his mm-hmm. name a few times on the show and it's burned me in weeks past but I keep putting respect on the Bears' name, man. Like, their defense, people don't want to do it. People don't want to play them. They're still out on waiver wires. I don't understand it, but I'm not playing James Conner this week. I think they, the Arizona Cardinals are going to have a tough time versus this Bears' run defense. Uh, you look at, uh, since, the what, week 10, fourth fewest rushing yards per game, the sixth lowest explosive run rate. Like, Conner's played well in the last two games, but... We can easily look back to any one of his earlier game logs, and now you add a terrible matchup on top of it. Nah, man, he's an RB3 for me this week. Understandably so. All right, before we continue on with a little uh, who should I start at the RB, uh, I just want to remind everybody, look, this is the perfect time of season uh, for a little bit of Miller Lite. You've got games 
every single day, practically. You got bowl season starting up already. So there's plenty of opportunities to go out there and get some Miller Lights and get your, uh, you know, I would say the winter feelings, a little bit of uh, a, a spirits inside, the little holiday spirit that lives inside of all of us. Why not feed that with a little bit of Miller Lite? Because with a Miller Lite in your hand, winter doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. And of course, if you want to celebrate your achievements in fantasy, well, that's a great time for Miller Lite. If you want to drown your sorrows and your team's not making the playoffs or losing in the second round or first round or having the best record and being ousted by a team that barely set their lineup all year, that's also a good time to have a cold Miller Lite. So get it delivered right to your door, MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. That's MillerLite.com slash Fantasy Pros. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Lite Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories 3.2 carbs which is a good thing too because everybody's eating too much around the holidays for every 12 ounces that my friends is winner that my friends is miller light let's play a little game shall we boys of who should i start and of course you can check out the who should i start tool which is free over at fantasypros.com start get you a little idea of who you should be starting this week in the nfl i'm going to give you two running backs we're kind of on the fringe i want to know who you should start here let's start with david montgomery or ty chandler Debro, who would you rather start between those two guys? I'm going Montgomery. Um, Touchdown expectations. I mean, the guy has scored in almost every single game that he's played. I think it's like eight out of 11 games. Yeah, it's David <laughs> Montgomery for me. All right, let's go to another one here. Uh, let's say Josh Jacobs is active. Again, we don't have news on this quite yet, but if Josh Jacobs is active, do you want to start him or Jalen Warren? I know on the predictions pod, Erickson, you talked a lot about Jalen Warren. Would you give him the start over a questionable, healthy Josh Jacobs and not waiting to get there? I would play Jacobs. I'd play even Zamir White. Nobody asked you. I asked Erickson, just, darn it. Well. That was his turn, but but it's nice that you care so much to answer. Erickson, do you agree with Derek Brown, even though he stole your question? Thief. I mean... I like I like Warren. I just don't trust like Josh Jacobs. <laughs> honestly, I don't trust the Raiders. I don't trust them playing on the road and cheat against the Chiefs defense. Like, what are we going to get from the Raiders? So they scored zero points two weeks ago. They scored sixty three last week. I know we're going to get something where in the middle, and I'll think it's going to be enough. Josh Jacobs coming off an injury. I don't know. I I, I want to ride Jalen Warren against the Bengals. Okay, I can't, fair I can't play enough. Fantasy Grinch here, Joe. You you're going to take the Grinch. Yeah, you're that kid in the front of the class looking for extra credit before the midterms are over. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, teacher, uh, before we go, I, I bought you a little something. Here's a little gift card for Starbucks. Uh, wink, wink. You know, maybe my grade gets a little better. Uh, Barn, you know what I'm saying? Able. Is that the most gifted gift card? Nah. Uh, I think it's Starbucks probably. Probably Starbucks. Point. What do yeah. you think, Erickson? Like, if you're a teacher, you want the Starbucks gift card? You want the Barnes & Noble gift card? I know card? that I think when I was younger, my parents would always give me Dunkin' Donuts gift cards to give it to my teachers. So, well, you lived in New England area. Yeah, so that's, that's a pretty much like thing. that's like a currency. That's like the equivalency of Cole's <laughs> cash in New Jersey. Currency. Like you get the same thing. All right, let's get to the wide receivers. D bro, we can start with you because we know you're very excited today. Let's start about the wide receivers you don't want to play in week 16. And we're gonna start with a guy in Washington. Who is it? Man, I, I'm not going to be uh, trapped by recency bias. I Look, I, I'm old enough to remember when we didn't want to play Terry McLaurin, and I'm still there, man. Like, going against the Jets, <laughs> we know what the Jets' sec- secondary can do. And really, this is a commander's team that they've looked like they've kind of quit over the last few weeks. Like, we don't even know who's going to play quarterback. Yeah, probably Sam Howell starts the game. Does he even finish the game? Um, and Sam Howell has not been kind to Terry McLaurin. So to be honest, I would much rather see Jacoby Brissett under center, but the tandem of sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, we know what they can do. And I'm not playing Terry McLaurin this week. All right. No McLaurin. He is out. Understandably. So I, you know, 
I can't wait to see if the Jets just completely fold up the tent and quit. Like that. That's the one Possibly. thing right now because they are eliminated for the playoffs. Everything has just gone so sour. It's been so bad. It was such an embarrassing loss in Miami for a team that they mm. just stayed alive. Maybe they got Rodgers back and maybe they make some magical run. So I'm fascinated to see if they just fold up the tents and go home. But it's good fantasy to probably look elsewhere than McLaurin because you make a really good point there about that Jets defense. Uh, even though last week was rough. Um, Erickson, wide receiver, who sits for you this week? I'm going to say Jaden Reed. Uh, I know that he's been hot <laughs> over the last couple of weeks, but I hate. I just hate this game, honestly, Packers and Panthers. Like when you look at the Panthers – all the games that they put in Carolina have gone under the points total. It's basically where totals go to die uh, is Carolina. So we saw it last week. There were one touchdown scored in the game that played between the Falcons and Panthers. And Reed is also banged up dealing with an ankle injury. that he's, he's been banged up the last couple weeks, dealing with injuries, leaving games. So the Panthers are really bad against the run and they're not bad against the pass. You know, they're one of the better pass defenses in the NFL and they've gotten their guys healthy. So look, they're allowing the third fewest fantasy points per game to slot wide receivers this season. That's where Jaden Reed primary lines up. So the fact that he's been banged up, the fact that it's a horrible matchup, don't like Jordan Love a lot in this matchup either. I'm going to be looking elsewhere for upside at my wide receiver slot. That's going to be a tough sell for a lot of people who've been riding that Jaden Reed train for a few weeks. I mean, he's been like four of the last five weeks. He's been money. So well, he can't that's going to be a tough sell. So. Well, I want to start everybody. This is participation trophies. No, actually, no? God, I, don't, I don't even know if he plays this week with the turf toe. So it that, might be an that e- was easy my decision. other question, too, is, you know, that toe issue that cropped up at the end of the game last week. Yeah. That's a serious thing that if it is indeed, it wasn't play, the turf uh, toe, right? Like, right, did we so. did we get the diagnosis <laughs> of the turf toe? Because at first it was just he has a toe issue. That's and I'm like, well, is it turf toe? Because if it's turf night. toe, then that's yeah. bad. That's a bad scene right there. We all know that. All right. Back to you, D-Bro. Give me another wide receiver that you don't want to start, and I feel like we're going to go uh, back to an L.A. team here. People are going to chase last week's stat line to Josh Palmer, and Keaton Allen probably doesn't play this week. There's no way in hell I'm doing that this week. Like, he's catching targets from Easton Stick. Yes, he got over 100 yards last week, but he got a 12.5% target share. Good luck chasing that. I'm not doing it, man. The Buffalo Bills secondary since week nine, ninth lowest PPR points per target, Fewest receiving yards allowed per game to a perimeter wide receivers. Do not play Josh Palmer. He's a trap. Chasing points, baby. Chasing mm-hmm. points. Don't chase points. Erickson, back to you with another wide receiver that does not make the grade for week 16. Marquise Brown. I'm not really sure what happened to him. You know, he was kind of playing last week, but not really. He's clearly not healthy. So, again, tough matchup against the Chicago Bears. We thought Marquise Brown could have like a strong finish to the season just based on the playoff schedule that the Cardinals have. Kyler Murray was going to come back, but I don't know what happened. Like since Kyler Murray came back, he's been super unproductive and now he's hurt. So Marquise Brown, he's outside the top 15 in terms of ECR. Just don't even really consider him. Like he's really not any type of option. Really any of these Arizona Cardinals wide receivers, even Marquise Brown misses the game. Like you're going to start Michael Wilson. Like probably not. So again, another matchup where the bears have been really good at home both against the run and against the pass. I'm not starting any Arizona. I don't want to start any Arizona Cardinals players, specifically uh, Marquise Brown. So I'm going to sit him. All right. He is sitting. Uh, this next one and the last one here on Derek's list hurts me deep in the cockles of my heart, but I think he's right. And I hate the fact that you're sitting him and I hate the fact you're right. So why don't you just talk about him? This might surprise people, but I don't want to play Zay Flowers this week. And mm. it. This is not just last week's game, but last week's game did shock me. Like, fantastic matchup. He got two freaking targets, one reception, seven yards. 
Is that kind of stat line going to help you move on in the fantasy playoffs? No. And you look at this week, the San Francisco 49ers since week 10 have had the seventh highest rate of too high versus too high. It is not Zay Flowers, baby. He's at a 17% target share, 0.9 yards per route run. You marry that with the 49ers outside corners are playing better in the last few weeks. Mm-mm. Not playing Zay Flowers. Okay, so Zay is out. Give us one more Erickson wide receiver who is not in for you in week 16. Tomorrow, Douglas, I uh, came back last week from his injury, but he's still not seeing a ton of targets from Bailey Zappi, who's been the quarterback over the last couple of weeks. It's really been the Hunter Henry show. It's been the Ezekiel Elliott show. Like that's who Bailey Zappi <laughs> is kind of forcing targets to in this offense. So a question marks about Hunter Henry's status in this game. He's missing some practice with a knee injury. Regardless, though, how you attack this Broncos defense is at the running back position and at the tight end position, not really for wide receivers. So you have Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster. If they both play in this game, just less targets for Douglas to see. So, again, just another gross game environment that I just don't want any parts of. Like, there's not a lot of upside, in my opinion, in this game. So, Demario Douglas, who's kind of cooled off after a hot start um, with the quarterback change, I just don't see a lot of upside playing him this week against Denver on the road. All right. Let's play a little game here, boys. Let's play a little who should I start at wide receiver. These guys are all really close together in ECR this week. So, let's talk about Terry McLaurin. Debro, who you don't want to start, or uh, right next to him in AD, an, excuse me, in ADP, uh, you've got, let's see, Terry McLaurin, or do you want to go ahead and play Deontay Johnson? That's the question for you. I'll play Deontay, and as crazy as it sounds, like, he's scoring touchdowns weekly. Um, that's not something we're seeing out of Terry McLaurin. He's not even getting red zone targets, so give me Deontay. All right, Deontay, it is. Uh, let's go to you here for one, Erickson. Drake London or Tyler Lockett? Ooh. Uh, these guys are right next to each other. I know now we got Taylor Heineke, so I'm fascinating to see what your take is on this player because this guy has an opportunity maybe to make Drake London at home relevant again like he was two weeks ago or Tyler Lockett in a good matchup against Tennessee. Uh, I mean, I'm going Drake London because he's better than Tyler Lockett is. Tyler Lockett has been super inefficient this season. Yeah. Even in good matchups, like he's left fantasy managers wanting a lot more and i don't know i think he's just starting to show signs of decline in age yeah I agree. Uh, he's an older player and i think that we're seeing the jsn you know that trajectory is continuing to go up and up and up the titans are much worse against slot receivers that's where jsn lines up so i think it's more of a jsn dk metcalf week versus a locket week and he's just kind of been unreliable so i'm gonna go with drake london i think it's gonna be a shootout in the dome I think it doesn't really matter to me whether tiny or ritter they're going to feed drake london because he's the featured weapon in the passing game and for mm-hmm. to to reference the Deontay Johnson point I think it's Deontay Johnson by a lot when you look at the splits with Mason Rudolph Deontay Johnson's been really productive with Mason True. Rudolph so like don't look at Rudolph and be like oh my god it's Matt I mean, Mitchell Trubisky was horrible and Deontay Johnson was productive so even though you're going to Mason <laughs> Rudolph it's at worst I would say just going to be net like I don't think it's that significantly worse for Deontay Johnson specifically especially with this George Pickens things going on like is George Pickens going to go out and like, get 10 targets Probably not. So well, I like he might do that, Johnson. but he can't run block. We'll just throw that out there. Well, he can. He chooses not to. He's self-protective. <laughs> Let's not forget decision, that. Baby. Business. I saw what happened to Tank Dell, and I don't want that to happen oh, to me. God. It's like you're not also not 165 yeah, I was pounds. Say you're also not 150 pounds soaking wet last time I checked either, George Pickens. <laughs> Can we, what's, what, can we get a George Pickens height and weight real quick? Can, well, can you look that up, Eric? I mean, it's, it's funny that he said that, too, because there's no way, like, when the play's actually happening, that he's in his mind, he's like, 
well, you know, what happened to Tank Dell? Like, uh, sure, like after the fact, he can bring that up, but See, there's no I don't way in the that. moment. Like, I, I kind of like, feel oh, like no, Tank Dell. I kind of feel like a little bit that is. Block. Like, he kind of does know. Uh, he's 201, by the way. Uh, just, you know. Oh, yeah. Sorry, he's 63201. I love the fact bigger that Jalen Warren called him out and like basically like that was fantastic. Because Jalen Warren's gonna score a touchdown. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Like I mean, Jalen Warren, you're a king. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Uh you know, real quick too, talking about Tyler Lockett, Erickson, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's very true. And I think next year, wherever Tyler Lockett is, because it's not gonna be with Seattle, I I wonder if we're gonna have a repeat of the Adam Thielen situation of this year where we write off a player and think he's done and he ends up in an offense that might actually be pretty good that just gets him so much volume he becomes relevant again. Derek, do you see that as a possibility? And kudos to the Seattle Seahawks for drafting JSN and seeing the future and saying, let's be prepared instead of waiting for it to fall apart like so many other teams do and then have to go in the draft. They were ahead of the game on that. So good job by Pete Carroll and company there. But what do you think about the whole Tyler Lockett thing? You think he's done completely or maybe could have a Thielen-like resurrection in 24? I think he could have a resurrection. And if we're going to make offseason predictions, if he's not in Seattle, I think he could be in Dallas. Um, Former coordinator from Seattle. Team that's going for the playoffs. Veteran roster. Add more speed. Chiefs. Chiefs. They need someone that's reliable. Oh, Chiefs Chiefs is not a bad spot either. Chiefs need somebody. Chiefs would be perfect. Yeah. I think it'd be a good complimentary piece again, to Jacoby rise. Jacoby Myers was sitting out there for the Chiefs. Jacoby Myers would have been such a good wide receiver yeah. for the Chiefs. I can't even run my mind. Chiefs should have, right. The Chiefs should have signed Julio Jones. Like, come on. <laughs> we're not that bad. No, we're not that bad, Erickson. We're better than everyone else on that roster. No, no, no. Julio's better I need than a Miller Life for that conversation. Somebody give me a Miller Life for that convo. All right, let's get uh, to the quarterbacks, the tight ends, and the defenses that don't make the grade. Uh, Erickson, who is the quarterback that's riding the pine this week? Jordan Love, Carolina, 31st yeah. in points allowed to quarterbacks this season playing on the road. Jordan Love's been good, but it, weapons are injured. Bad matchup. This is not the week to rely on Jordan Love. All right. Debro, quarterback you can't rely on. I don't want to play Kyler Murray. I haven't wanted to play Kyler mm-hmm. Murray for the last few weeks. And now going up against the Bears, I mean, seven lowest pa- yards per attempt uh, and seventh lowest passing touchdowns of the last few weeks. Like, I will play over Kyler Murray. I'll play... Nick Mullins, that might surprise people. I'll play Joe Flacco over Kyler Murray easily. Yeah, I actually not too surprised by that. Stafford's the one that I keep getting asked about. And I, I keep play Stafford, Stafford over him too. Stafford every time. Uh, all right, let's go to the tight end. Debra, we'll start with you on this one. Who's the tight end that you don't want to start? This might surprise some people because you've been a big supporter of his lately. This will surprise people, but I do not want to play Tucker Craft this week. And I've been singing okay. all the Tucker Craft praises, but this matchup yeah. is terrible for him. Carolina has shut down tight ends the entire season. They're allowing the seventh fewest fantasy points per game and the fifth fewest receiving yards per game to tight ends. So while Tucker Craft, I love you, man. And I think he's going to be the starter for Green Bay next year. No, it's not Luke Musgrave. Get that out of your brain hole. I can't play him this week. Erickson, do you think that Debro gets frustrated when he gets a craft single and it and the plastic <laughs> snaps and he can't get the cheese out? You know what I'm talking about, right? Like you, you go, you go a little too hardy, you rip it, it goes a little too quick, and next thing you know, like you can't really access the cheese. You think that frustrates Derek? I think he's that guy, don't you think? Yeah, no, for sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Have I y'all seen so. any right. of the, any of the videos of like tossing the cheese on like on people? Oh, the, the babies. Those, those, oh, that those, those are, are crying still baby hilarious. It's one of the reasons I was like, man, I wish I had a little kid just so I could try this. Oh, the baby videos? (laughs) The baby videos where they toss the cheese, the kid's crying and they toss the cheese. I mean, 
I gotta try that. Maybe I'll try that on adults. Christmas is around. You know, people say stupid crap around oh. Christmas. Maybe I'll just walk around with a craft single in my pocket and just toss on somebody's head if they're talking some stupid crap. Because I, I imagine it is kind of off-putting. You just kind of start there and go, what? If you Why? come at me with a craft single in Nashville, I swear to God, Joe. <sighs> I know what I'm traveling with. lays down in his bed and there's just cheese everywhere. There's me and Thor just throwing cheese at D-Bro while he's passed out somewhere in the corner. All right, let's get to the next tight end on the list. Erickson, who is sitting in week 16? Logan Thomas, again, just don't want to play commanders. Like, you can't rely on this offense against the New York Jets, so I'm going to sit uh, Logan Thomas. Even though he caught a touchdown last week, it was overturned. Don't like the matchup. All right, this next one here, Erickson, the defense, the Dallas Cowboys, snake bit me. I picked up the Texans to start over the Cowboys in the playoffs, and then they looked so good against the Eagles, I thought, you know what? And the Texans look so bad against the Jets, I I I'm overthought it, and I just said, eh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and play them against Buffalo. What a horrible mistake that was. Cost me a playoff run, unfortunately, but uh, you are sitting the Cowboys this week. Uh, let's talk about that, Erickson, and that good fantasy advice. Yeah, I just don't like them playing on the road against a high-powered nope. Miami Dolphins offense that should be getting Tyreek Hill back. It's just there are better streamable matchups that you can go after than facing Dallas. I know they've been a defense that's been really productive, but it's a one week that you have to win, and they're definitely not the top DST that you can find, especially with a lot of teams on waivers, so I would avoid them. All right, D-Bro, who are you avoiding at defense this week? Same thing as Erickson, high-profile team. I'm not playing the Ravens, and the only analysis you need to know is they play the 49ers, who are probably going to drop 35 on them this week. So well, You n- should probably drop the Ravens because, what, they play Miami next week. So Right, yeah, yeah I would say the same thing. Drop I've been telling people to drop them for the Bears. Like, that's the streaming yeah. defense yes. I want this week. But, you know, yes. that's the, we'll talk more about that, that another time. But in the meantime, if you need more help, go to fantasybros.com slash start or check out the ECR rankings over fantasybros.com slash rankings. That's where you go. And of course, you can always follow us at Fantasy Pros on social for as many uh, questions as you might have. We'll do our best to get to you. And of course, our Discord, fantasybros.com slash chat. Go in there, get in there. It's free and you can ask us questions and then you can go ahead and win that championship, boys and girls. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Derek Brown and Andrew Erickson. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. If you love the show, the best free way to support us is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts at fantasypros.com slash review or on Spotify. Follow us on X, Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.